What's happening, everybody? Happy Patreon, and welcome to the Dynasty Warzone Patreon Edition. It is your boy Memphis. You know where to find me everywhere at DWZ Memphis on Twitter, as well as the group me chat and everything we have got going on here in the Patreon. First of all, I want to make sure that you know tonight's intro song was Baba O'Reilly by The Who. Now, this is not a football take. This is a UFC MMA take. As some of you know, I'm a big MMA fan as well. And if you want to see, now you can see it on YouTube if you search UFC Baba, that's B-A-B-A, O'Reilly, Baba O'Reilly UFC intro. If you're a UFC fan at all, it will send chills down your spine. And at some point, when we get back to going to live sporting events, I cannot recommend a live UFC event in person. The most famous one that I went to was UFC 126. It was Vandalay, not Vandalay, it was uh, the other two Brazilians. It was Vitor Belfort versus Anderson Silva, the one with the famous front kick. Again, if you're a big MMA fan, check that out. It was the same year that the uh, Packers beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. So I just wanted to get going. And speaking of getting going, we're, we're coming up on the beginning of the end. And what I have for you tonight is probably the most useful piece of advice that I am keeping for patrons. I may do this down the road on the big show, if you will. But as always, you guys get early access, sneak peek previews of everything that I'm uh, working on behind the scenes. So tonight's show is entitled How to Build an Off-Season Checklist. Yes, there are things that you need to do. Uh, The first thing I do once my season's over is I go through each and every one of my rosters and and, and I go through this list and I just want to make sure that uh, I, I'm heading in the right direction going into the offseason, in this case being 2021. Now, obviously, the more rosters that you have, the longer this is going to take. But this is something that I have found is a roadmap to success for each and every one of the rosters that I have. So let's start with my, my first take. I did not number these, but I, I have several. I have several. My, my first one is take a break. Yeah, that's right. Take a break. You have my permission to take a break. You know, you can still kick it around the chat, you know, check in, talk some shit, have a little fun with your fellow patrons, but overall, just take a break. You know, even if you win championship gold, which I know a lot of you are going to do, even when you win championship gold, you still have a little time to just relax, decompress, relax, walk away from your rosters, even if it's for a week even if it's just for week 17. Now, some of you may be in leagues where you play week 17, and as we know, those are not our favorite leagues. Those are bad, bad leagues. It'll probably be a little bit better this year due to how congested all of the 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 records are in the real NFL. You might get a little bit more uh, action out of starters week 17, but that doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it right. It may be something we adjust for in the future with only one buy spot and a lot of teams fighting for that seventh playoff spot. Maybe. Maybe. You know, the NFL continues to poke and tweak and prod and and do things to make the game more consumable for us, the consumer. But even so, you, you can take 
a little bit of time. Just relax, decompress, enjoy football for football. The divisional round of the NFL is my absolute favorite weekend. Now, it is around my birthday, in full transparency, but that is my favorite weekend of football. Now, the wild card round is going to be even better this year because you're going to have six games as opposed to four, but I love the divisional round. Uh, I have, and I always will, love that round of football. So take even if you, you play through week 17, that's worst case scenario, but it is what it is, take, take that week from week 17 through the wild card round. Just relax. Enjoy football for the sake of football. Maybe you play in some off-season tournaments. My buddy Kyle over at the FF SmackDown runs a good one. There's a bunch of good ones, a bunch of free ones that you can win prizes like the NFL runs one. You know, maybe you do something like that. You do a little uh, a little DFS. Maybe you you do a little a little player prop action, you know, during the playoffs. There's a, there's a lot you can do, but the last thing you should do is focus a lot of your uh, intellectual efforts into your team. Just give it a break. All right, so now now we're going we're heading to the divisional round. And the first thing that, that you need to do is you need to decide which rosters are you abandoning. There is no point, no point in sticking around leagues you don't want to be in. There's no point in wasting time and, and energy in a league that you just know you're not going to be in. And on a side note, make sure you reach out to the commissioners in those leagues. Give them a heads up. You know, they're just as tired as you are. And it just only makes their life harder if you drag this on into May or, you know, April, March, what have you. It just makes it harder. So rip the Band-Aid off, do it all at once, and that way these commissioners know, hey, I'm not coming back, and you need to find a new owner. And, and that's okay. It's okay not to go back to leagues. If it's a bad league, if it's a boring league, why waste your time? Why waste your money? Time is money. Time is valuable. It's the one thing you can't ever get back. The, the, the $25, the $10, the $50, the $100, whatever that is, you can get that back. You cannot get the time that you invest in these rosters back. So if you're not going to be there, get out. Number two. I didn't number these, but what the hell, I'll number them in the, in the stake of the show. Number two, prioritize the rosters that need the most work. Not that you're going to ignore the rest, but some clearly need more work than others. This is like kids. I think of my brother. I've got a brother named David. He's got four kids. He's got ages 18 to 8. And he's got one that's a valedictorian, very, very smart. I clearly gets it from her Uncle Randy. I mean, that, that's obvious that Haley, my super smart niece, she clearly gets her valedictorian educational skills from me. But he's got other kids that just aren't good students, and they're really struggling in this school-from-home era in which we live. And he and his wife, they have to invest more of their time in the couple of two middle kids. It's just how it is, and your rosters are no different. Your rosters are no different. Some are worse than others. Some of them are an absolute grease fire. And there's not a lot you're going to be able to do in the first week of the offseason. Some of them are pure gold. Pure, pure gold, and there's not a whole lot you need to do to them. It's the ones in the middle that need the most help. So prioritize. Just just get you a piece of paper and pen. If you're on your phone a lot and you use Google Docs or Google Excel, I don't know, like Google Office or whatever. I use Excel. I'm just, I just like Excel. Uh, but use, you know, use something and create a list. Prioritize. Uh, 
1 through 10, 1 through 7, whatever you got, and then just start start working on it. But have a priority and start working on it. The next thing that the next thing that you want to identify for each roster, so these next things you'll do by by league and some things you'll do cumulatively as a dynasty uh, GM. So first so let's say you, you've picked your first record, your first team, and you're gonna ask what was your record? Okay, were you eight and five, were you three and ten, were you anywhere in the middle? And the first question I want you to ask yourself is did you deserve that record? I.e. did a winner win? Did the team that you put a lot of time into last year building up great draft uh, or did a loser lose? You know, you, you had some teams that you came into the productive struggle. You knew this year was going to be a lot of work and you knew that uh, it was going to be a rough year, you know, or in some case the opposite's true. Did you have an underdog? This was my OG 1QB Goat District League. Uh, I, I had a team. I planned on taking the year off. I accumulated a bunch of firsts. Uh, I end up keeping the one that is the 101. I moved a couple. I got some pieces. I love my roster, except for my running backs. I still got the 101. But in this case, this was an underdog that overachieved. Due to some good drafting, uh, some good fortune, I acquired Stephon Diggs in the offseason on this team. Or did you have a good team flop? This is my ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League team with uh, Tyler. Tyler Gunther is a great commissioner, by the way, runs a good league and, and, and a fair league, most importantly. So if you're looking for commission tips, he's also a patron. Uh, hit up Tyler G, man, great commissioner over at the UDPL. My team flopped a little bit. And in fairness, it wasn't necessarily that I made the best or worst moves. It was it started with losing Austin Eckler for six or seven games. And then I lost Kenny Galladay for a handful of games. And then I lost George Kittle. And that accumulative drip, 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 drip took a really good team. And I finished seventh. I just missed the playoffs. And hey, you know what? It's going to be like that sometimes. So you got to go back. Look at your look at your team. Did you deserve it? And that goes into the next thing. And this, this next thing is something that I stole from business. Uh, the company that I used to work for. It may sound odd because a lot of times people think of retail. And it's not necessarily the sharpest field in the world. I will tell you the the leadership group at Dick Sporting Goods is incredibly sharp. And uh, I know Walmart gets a bad rap, maybe Best Buy, but the, the folks at Dick Sporting Goods are incredibly sharp. And there's a reason why I still uh, stay there one day a week. Well, A, I, I stay there because my son's a travel baseball player and I really need that discount, you feel me? And my wife and I are both into working out, so it's nice to have that discount. But I also believe in the company. And I also believe in never burning a bridge but one thing that i learned is what you know we used to do this at the end of every day as the manager i had a little sit down with my team before i left and we we went over what did you do right in this case for dynasty what did you do right in season you had to have done something right even if you had a horrible season was your startup drafting good maybe it was your rookie drafting maybe you listened to the dynasty war zone and and you hit on some guys uh, maybe you did really well in trades. Maybe all those trades you ran by me or the group in the group chat. May- maybe you crushed trades this year. Uh, maybe you crushed ad drops. Maybe you picked up the occasional Travis Fulgham and flipped him for something else down the down the line. Maybe you were really in tune to roster uh, roster setting. I'll tell you, total package. He and I have discussions about every single Sunday about a player or two. 
that's roster setting correctly. It's, it's using your resources. It's using tools and resources to be successful. And he does a great job with that. I just thought I, I would throw that out there. Um, and, and what can you look back on and say was your calling card of success for 2020? You know, so sit down and write down, what did I do right in this league this year? Maybe you can do it across all your leagues. Hey, you know, I had a really good rookie draft this year. Or, you know, I made some great trades this year. And then you do the same exercise with what you did wrong this season. Maybe you botched the startup draft, and then you became a Patreon, and, and we helped you with the rookie draft. Or maybe you botched some rookie drafts. Or maybe you, you made a couple of trades you wished you hadn't. Or maybe you wished you'd ran by us. Maybe you forgot to do ad drops. Maybe you're like me. My where I did wrong is roster setting. At least one to two leagues out of my 17, at least one to two, I would forget at the last minute to go in and pull out an injured guy. That's the that's the you know the, the thing that I, I I run out of time. I I shared shared this in the group chat. Sunday mornings in season are incredibly hectic for me. I am going. Uh, I, I get up so just if you're ever curious and what the hell I can share here, it's a free space. Uh, I get up at six a.m. on Sundays. I go get my wife a Starbucks, uh, myself a, a, a mega soda because I, I love soda, and we sit and we we enjoy our beverages. We chat a little. Then I make breakfast, then I wake my son up, and then he and I go do baseball. Then after baseball, we come home, uh, we watch the church, because obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're not going to church, but we watch church online. And then I go out to the garage to bust out my workout, and in between, I'm trying to help out you know, you guys with questions on rosters and trades and, and whatever. And then at one, I just kind of set the phone down and I enjoy football. But somewhere in there, from that 6 a.m. to the first game kicks off, I inevitably miss a lineup. And that that's one of the things that cost me some wins. Uh, that, last year, that cost me a championship in the um, Ultimate Premium League. That's what the name of it I'm in. Uh, on champion on week 13 before the playoffs, I forgot to switch out a tight end. And if I had done that, I would have won the league. I would have won that week. I would have made the playoffs and then just, you know, keeping track. I would have won that league. My team just exploded. Uh, but, you know, those are the breaks. So we, so first you're going to identify what you do right, what you do wrong, and the last thing is what are you going to do differently in the next season. That's, that's incredibly important is what are you going to do next season that you didn't do this year. Maybe it's going to be offer more trades. Maybe it's going to be sharper on ad drops. Maybe it's going to have a better routine. That's mine, by the way, is I'm going to have a better routine around setting my lineups to make sure that I don't miss a spot. Whatever it is, you got to be real honest with yourself. Um, this is one that I can't help you with. I'll try. I'll certainly try, but this is one that you have to answer yourself. Hey, what am I really good at? What am I really bad at? And what can I be better at next year? And you don't have to apply that to Dynasty Fantasy Football, gang. You can apply that to your life. Substitute Dynasty Fantasy Football for husband, for wife, for father, for mother, for, for son, for whatever, for employee. You can take this back to your team. What did you do right? What did you do wrong? And what are you going to do differently? This is a great exercise, not only for our Dynasty rosters. It's a great exercise for life. Uh, the next thing, take inventory of each roster. You know, you have to identify the next Julio Jones or the next A.J. Green and start moving them now. You can't wait until they become A.J. Green and worth nothing. You can't wait till they turn into Julio Jones worth next to nothing. You can't. 
You start identifying, hey, who is the next Julio Jones? I'm going to do that for you here in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I'll probably do a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, i.e. Matt Ryan. And I'm starting to get worried about Matt Stafford. Those guys are toast. So if you can move those guys and get young, uh, maybe you can get a top six or seven rookie pick uh, in a super flex draft. I'm in. Sold American. I know it feels cheap, but who gives a rip? You got to go out and get the Zach Wilson. You got to go out and get the Kyle Trask. Uh, I mean, obviously, we would all love to get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, but they ain't going to be there. So what do we got to do? We, we got to move on these, these mid-30-year-old quarterbacks, guys, and we got to get them off our roster before the rest of Dynasty catches up with us. Because inevitably, if you just listen to the Dynasty Warzone with Jerry and me and Kyle and Kyle and, and Matty Boy, as well as each other, by the way, this is an incredibly intelligent group, you, you know, you, you just got to get out ahead of it. Because by the time we're done making our moves, if you just watch the things we start talking about now, other podcast and Dynasty outfits will be talking about in February and March. But we're going to be six weeks, eight weeks ahead of these some bitches. So start identifying these guys and move them. Move them. Don't be greedy. You know what? Be willing to lose that trade. Just get them off. Just get them the hell off your roster. If I got to send Matt Ryan in a second to get a top six to ten pick in a rookie draft, fine, fine. Go find the Carson Wentz owner because he got benched and maybe he's still in the playoffs. Hey, you know what? Maybe you're out of the playoffs. Maybe he's your third quarterback. Who gives a shit? We're talking two weeks left. Make some moves. Stafford's going to be harder. He's hurt, but you get the point. Start going by team by team and saying to yourself, you can just do this real quick. Um, I go division by division in my head. Hey, AFC, who are the wide receivers at risk? I'll tell you, you know, Devontae Parker. Um, But I'll get more into all these guys specifically, but start looking at these rosters, start moving these 30-plus-year-old wide receivers because it goes from Jordy Nelson to A.J. Green to Julio to dot, dot, dot. Who is it next? Because it's going to happen. Next move, uh, identify the next Terry McLaren or Darren Waller and move on them now. Don't wait until you're confident. You know, Yeah, you may get burned sometimes. Sometimes you, you, it just may not work out as you expect. But we did, we did a show. Earlier in the season, I think it was with John Debari, we were identifying the guys. No, maybe it was with the guys in the Dynasty Trade Calculator. But we were looking to identify guys whose Dynasty value was going to go up 50% double. Terry McLaren was my guy. And if you go to the Dynasty Trade Calculator, he went from like 2022. 20, he's now up to like 3640. That's exponential growth. That's how you make money. Or that's how you make capital in a dynasty-based format. You got to go out now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to give you guys these guys first. Um, the next thing is create a core you're gonna build around and don't move off of them. And it doesn't have to be a huge core. Uh, I'm in a super flex league. It's the goat super flex league. I've got this will not surprise anybody, but I've got Justin Herbert. I've got. Uh, Terry McLaren, DJ Moore. I think I got DJ Moore. I know I've got McLaren, Cortland Sutton, Deontay Johnson, maybe D, maybe DJ Moore, and George Kittle. And I don't have many running backs, but I've got the 103, uh, the 203, uh, as well as you know whatever other picks I have. But that's my core. I'm not moving Justin Herbert. I'm not moving Terry McLaren. I'm not moving. 
Cortland Sutton. I'm not moving Deontay Johnson, and I'm not moving George Kittle. We start like nine rosters. There's my five. I've also got Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo. They're very movable. But you have to have that core on each team, and this is what I'm building this thing around. And you can't move them. I mean, if you get blown away with a stupid offer, everybody's got a price. Um, Next thing, identify current inventory and start accumulating additional draft picks. Anything you can get rid of. Any Melvin Gordon for a third, gone. Any any Julio Jones for a second. Maybe Julio Jones and a third for us. I, I don't care. This is because those draft picks are only going to go up in value. Only going to go up in value. The thirds, the seconds. I mean, obviously, we'd love to get first. It's going to be a lot harder. But start building those war chests of picks. You are never going to get a cheaper chance than right now, as, as long as your leagues have trades allowed. You need to be moving those little ancillary pieces, the Philip Lindsay's, the Melvin Gordon's, the Mike Williams when he's not fucking hurt. Tyler Lockett's another good one. Uh, just start looking for little pieces to start, you know, accumulating picks, even if you're contending. You know, who can I live without? Who who can I win a championship without? And those are the questions you have to uh, ask yourself. And the last thing, unless you're in a degenerate-based organization like the Dynasty Warzone Patreon, because you guys are sick. You're just sick in the head as it relates to Dynasty Fantasy Football. And God bless you for it because we are too. But remember, not everyone's like us. And you're on the clock. You are on the clock as it relates to making moves. So you've really got you got to give your fellow owner a little time to decompress. Let them get through the holidays, but there's still football going on. There's still the playoffs. They're still thinking football, talking football. But we all know your average owner, and it's okay to be average. We take advantage of average, quite frankly, but that's fine. Your average owner will shut off their football brain the day after the Super Bowl. And they're going to check the fuck out until the NFL draft, actually the night of the draft. On that Thursday, that faithful Thursday in April, your league mates will start turning their football brains back on and you'll start seeing a trickling of action. Then they'll shut them off again. And then you won't see it to your actual rookie draft. Then they'll shut it off again. And then they'll turn it back on to start the season. So you know that from around the first week of January, through the Super Bowl, that three to four week period, while they're still somewhat invested in football, is the time to get them going. A, they may be burnt out and make a deal they don't want to make. Or B, um, you're, you're just trying to, to get that next Terry McLaren. And, you know, everything's a subtle, a subtle dance. But that's the checklist, man. I, I sat today and I literally racked my brain and like, what are all the best things that I can do in a dynasty league to prepare myself for it's like winterizing your house. It's like um it's like you know doing those checklists before you go into that season. You, you got to get in there and you got to uh, you got to make it happen. So I am going to jump off of here. Uh, it is Monday. I want to get an update on the Monday night foosball game, and then I'm going to jump on and we're going to do a little mock draft. Something you're going to see a lot of here at the Dynasty War Zone is mock draft. Mondays. Tonight we're going to be joined by Matt and Matt, two Matts, and we're going to do a one-round dynasty uh, rookie draft. We're going to go two minutes per prospect, and we're going to start start doing this every Monday. 
Uh, maybe it'll be a one round. Maybe it'll be a three round. Maybe it'll be a five round. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll throw out the first round and do rounds two through three. We're going to do a lot of this. I'm sure uh, a lot of people will steal it, but they say imitation is the greatest form of flattery. And speaking of flattered, I am most certainly flattered that you guys are the best patrons in the patron game. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I am going to jump off of here as I got more podding to do, but stick around, guys. We've got a big week. We've got a rookie draft today. We'll have Dynasty Coffee Talk with Matty Biggs. We will have the War Zone with Nick Whalen talking rookie wide receivers. We've got another week of fabulous big bets. Um, just a shit pile of stuff coming your way. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. And until next time and in between times, I am Memphis. Talk to you in the group chat. Peace and hair grease.